Welcome to the Story Tinker Podcast, a place for in-depth analysis of Webtoon stories. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character struggles, relationship development, and of course, theories. You can follow the Story Tinker on YouTube, podcast platforms, and social media. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support the Story Tinker on Patreon. We are really appreciative of your likes, subscribes, and follows on all platforms. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 151 of Let's Play. And today we have Kayleen and Jocelyn. And hi, and Kayleen, I'd love to hear about you since this is your first time. Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Kayleen. I'm 25. I live in Massachusetts. I fell in love with Let's Play a few years ago. Um, it was the first webtoon I ever read, and I just have been in love with it ever since. And I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys. <laughs> We're excited, too. So thank you so much. Man, you're starting us off. So. Already, I'm starting us off. Let's begin. All right, so we start outside the medical building after uh, Marshall had come out from getting his tests. And let's see. So we're starting. Ah, Ben, always so protective of your big sister. Oh, wait, yes. Always so protective of your big sister. And then Eva, what is he doing here? I don't know. I didn't invite him. And she kind of stands behind him there. So then we see his dad and he says, oh, I think actually it looks like he kind of moved in front of her to protect oh, her. Oh yes. Covering her. Definitely. Which is, yes. and I think that the dad notices it, right? I think, yeah. well, the text is on top, but I think the dad said it when he noticed Marshall moving in front of his big sister. Yeah. It's a little bit confusing with the order, but I definitely see that now that you've pointed it out. Like he's kind of standing in front of her with that fear, really fierce look in his eyes. Um, the first time we've seen Marshall this way. Yeah, he's, uh, his he's whole like demeanor puppy. changed in this scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, even, yeah, we saw him like, you know, happy-go-lucky. And then all of a sudden, as soon as he sees his dad, it's like instant. Um, so then we see his dad brushing his hair back, saying, there's no reason to be dramatic. I found out Eva was going to the doctors today and deduced it must be for you, Benjamin. So it's interesting. I wonder how he found out that she was going to the doctors. <laughs> right I mean she did bring especially in light of what happened at the end like she bought the car you know she used her dad's car so like there's obviously maybe he found out that way but then there's like yeah hmm did someone tell him right yeah so then we have is it wrong for a father to worry about his son as I recall you said you had no son the last time we spoke yeah that was tough that is tough and the the difference in their faces there like Marshall has that the still like fierce look on his face and you know, you can see Eva kind of, I don't know, she's looking like, like she doesn't want to hear them fighting almost. Like she's like, oh, here we go again. Or like, and she she has that sweat mark too. I mean, Marshall has it too, but you know, hearing what we do at the end of the episode, it's kind of like already setting up for that. Um, yeah, and then we have his anxious, worried, something. Yeah. Like maybe her dad's going to spill something, you know, maybe there's something going on that we don't know about. So his dad says, I admit I let my anger get the better of me then, but in my defense, you had just dropped out of law school after I'd already paid for your tuition. Okay. <laughs> I, just... Wait, I have to say, as a parent, um, I kind of like, my kids are not old enough to like be in law school, but I was like, ooh, okay, I would definitely be very angry if my kids did that. Same. <laughs> it's but... a lot of money. 
It is. I will say though, but okay, sorry, go ahead, Jocelyn. No, but but it's also it's kind of like slap in the face to your parents. <laughs> but I get it. I mean, he, it wasn't what he wanted to do, you know, and mm -hmm. you're gonna force them to go through it. I don't know. In a way, like I can I can understand both point of views really, because I would hate being forced, you know. I agree. I just, just from this conversation, I can definitely see both points of view, but knowing what we know about his dad, he, he can't, we can help but know that he's going to use that against him, like, as much as he can. Of course. Also, I'm sorry to say, like, even if you're mad that your kids are out of law school and you wasted, like, I don't know, $100,000, I don't think you should say, you're not my son anymore. I don't have a son. Yeah, right. That's, that's extreme. I'm very upset that I spent all this money for nothing. <laughs> Yeah. But by the way, I guarantee you, even the one who pressured him to go to law school to begin with, I bet you Marshall didn't want to go and vocalize that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I mean, as good as he looked in that suit, it doesn't matter <laughs> if he didn't want to go. <laughs> um, so also next he says, I also had to bail you out of jail for assault. So my patience was a bit thin. Mm -hmm. So do we know about this? Yeah. Yeah, we um, heard about I, this. Yeah, I actually forgot about that. I read it in my, I forgot what it was. I was going to, I was going to scroll back and find, find it, but thankfully someone wrote it in the comments. He had assaulted someone because um, a guy like drugged a girl or something and wanted a, you know, like a raper or whatever, something like that. So a very, very. A good reason to be, that. you know, a, you know, punching someone out. I mean, come on, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and he's just like in Marshall's face in this panel. He's just the guilt is just so palpable. Like he, like his dad knows exactly what strings to pull. Yeah, what no, buttons to push. Yeah, for so sure. Manipulative. Ugh. Nice. Um, but like the very first thing he says is is so like I don't know if exactly gaslighting. It's not the right. It's not the right term right now. But like where he's like, oh, you're so protective of your big sister. It's like a praise, but it's cow, but it's like- Condescending. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's just, mm, he does not respect his children. Yeah, no, not at all. He doesn't see them as children. He doesn't see right. them as his family. He's using them as pawns in whatever game he's trying to play. Yeah. Um, so the next panel, he's uh, shrugging saying, but here I am now extending <laughs> an olive branch. <laughs> Goodness knows I'm not getting any younger. So. Not only that, he never says, I'm sorry, never, apo I apologize. It's just because I'm getting older, you know, maybe, and you were in the hospital, which is just the surface level that we know, like who knows the real reason why he's doing this. Yeah. Um, did you, did any of you guys think he was sincere when you read no. this at first? When, no, when I mean, I read it with a little bit of attitude. So I guess you could get my <laughs> opinion. I don't think he's sincere at all. I don't, like Marshall said, I don't trust him as far as I could throw him. And, you know, uh, just looking at this panel, you know, dressed all in black, black tie, black shirt, whatever. And then the bouncer in the back. I don't know. I just feel like he's just bad news. <laughs> like she's, it's really noticeable that we're not supposed to like this person. Yeah. So honestly, like when you're reading it, it's like none of this is believable. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. It's great note about the visual that Mongi is creating here with the the dark suit and the dark tie mm -hmm. and the dark undershirt and this dude who looks villainous. very unhappy yeah right. <laughs> I was like is he the olive branch like he's like oh there's my olive branch this giant bouncer yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
um it just he's just making excuses and like you know like not like trying to justify his behaviors to him it's just it's a very interesting dynamic and i love the the like i said the way that mongi um humanizes all the characters regardless of you know they've been in the story the whole time or they're just coming in it's just very real um so the next panel uh perhaps in my old age i'm i'm better learning the importance of family and i think that that sunk in more after i was told you had collapsed and his eyes soften a little bit marshall's yeah um like almost like he's starting to believe him um which makes me a little nervous um so then we have oh. yeah okay. i was wondering too but then we see what marshall says later i was like yeah. mm -hmm. uh i have done things in the past i'm not proud of son but I want to work towards repairing our relationship. I hope that you can forgive me. And then we see that look that Marshall has. That's So that is kind of like, it's not exactly I'm sorry, but it's close. Right, it's not an I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's he doesn't ask for Ben's forgiveness. He's just saying like, I want, I hope that you for, can forgive me. I'm not, he's not asking for it or like, saying what he did was wrong he's like trying to just like um push the idea into his head like you you can forgive me you know <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll give you a second chance i'll so. give you a chance to for yeah so that yeah. we can i feel like if he really wanted forgiveness he would yeah a not show up unannounced like b you know send him a letter send him an email send him a message where it's like not so confrontational where he can have time to like sit there and yeah start with a genuine apology you know hey i did this and this and this and that was wrong you know, like specific apologies. Also, yeah, you know, showing he just shows up like out of the blue. Doesn't, you know, it's he, I mean, Marshall's not ready for this conversation. I mean, yeah. it, it's just like, oh, I, I meet you here at this and I knew you were here. It's just like, no, you, you're ready for the conversation and I'm not. And it's like forced for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, the doctors just cured, uh, said he was okay for to go for a run. Never mind, deal with this emotional trauma, <laughs> yeah, the stress of his taco heart. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that look on his face when he says, "I hope you can forgive me," it's just it's very um, telling that you know. But it's it's he's ready to put up some boundaries, I think. So that's then, it, like on a on a personal note, I found that look very attractive. I have never been into Marshall because he's such a softy, and I don't. Okay, I like softies. They're such nice people. I like people who are a little troubled and who have a very strong backbone. And then I saw that, I was like, ooh, Marshall. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so anyway, I'm still I'm still gonna be a trial shipper, but you know, I, I, love, I like when people have a backbone. Absolutely. I definitely found that face quite attractive. So I'm very excited about that. So <laughs> next we have Eva saying, he has been doing better, Benji. He was really worried when he found out that you were in the hospital but he stayed away because he didn't want to make you upset. Hmm. So she's, it sounds like she's been in contact with him. Yeah, I and mean, we know that from the rest of the comic where he's like, oh, I chose mom, you chose dad. So mm -hmm. we know that she is, and I think she works for him, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, so she is seeming to, you know, fall on the side where maybe we could show forgiveness and maybe extend our own olive branch, but Marshall, I don't know, isn't so sure. But do you think that that Eva was the one who mentioned it to him? Yeah. For sure. Yes. Because, <laughs> like, how else would he have known, really? I mean, she was the only one who really knew, like, maybe that he was going 
for tests or whatever. So I don't know. I think there's some sister on brother like betrayal there. That's not <laughs> coming out all the way in this episode, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if Eva sees it as a betrayal, but she's right. definitely in contact and with her, sees her dad in a different light than Marshall does for a good reason. Yeah, um, Which is, yeah that makes sense. I have, a, you know, my own family has like, you know, <laughs> I, I kind of mentioned this before, but my grandfather was not a very nice person to his kids and half of his kids don't talk to him and, uh, and half of his kids do. And it, it's funny thing is in his old age, he really did mellow out. He was really not nice when he was younger. He had a lot of issues. And now in his old age, he's suddenly nice because he's lonely and he's mellowed. Mm-hmm. And um, I think his kids and the kids that do talk to him, they're much more capable of giving him understanding. But anyway. I, yeah, I also is- think, you know, you as you get older, you also, you know, you have less, you, you think about it like I have less time. I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I should make amends. I should be nicer. I should, I don't know, you know, like they're, they change a little bit. Yeah, there's some regret if you yeah. have that, you know. I think I mean, his dad is definitely feeling that. Yeah, I think in this panel, you see that in his face a little bit. The yes, next one. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, in the next one. So we have Eva saying, please give him a shot. I really want you two to get along. And then we have that next panel with his face where it says, uh, Marshall saying, fine, I forgive you for how you treated me, but only because I love Eva more than I dislike you. Oh. That's genuine. Um, do you think Marshall actually means it? I think it's telling that he said, I forgive you for how you treated me. Well, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, actually. Thinking back on that, that ter- like that gut-wrenching episode of him flashback when he was younger. Um, I don't know if he means all of it. I think he means just enough to make Eva happy and he wants to see his sister happy um I think it's interesting that he says I forgive you for how you treated me not saying that it's okay or anything like you know when people apologize say oh it's okay but you know I've gotten to the habit of saying I forgive you mm-hmm. but it was you know not saying that it was okay because if I was upset with someone I, whatever it was it wasn't okay right. um so I think the wording is interesting here what do you guys think I also think not seeing his face while he's saying this is also kind of telling. And I think it, you're right. I think he's just trying to appease his sister mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just to make a kind of, it seem like, you know, we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> For now, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. She wants to see them get along. So that's yeah, him so trying that's, to get along. Exactly. That's that's great like point and I think he also wants to get out of there. I don't think he wants to spend time discussing it because it's too painful for him and he doesn't want to be around his dad a second longer than he has to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, I mean, I think like for Marshall to really, like really he's going to go from one second to the next, like, oh, I had this horrible dad who I don't talk to and we had, you know, childhood trauma to like, yeah, sure, I forgive you. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. I think he's just saying it. Yeah, I think so too. And like you said, he's blocking his dad, even like thinking about the physical positioning, he's blocking him from getting to his car. Like he just wants to get out of there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So next, and we don't really see Marshall's face here. Like Jocelyn said, it was, it's far away and he, he doesn't really have like the full face and understand my forgiveness doesn't mean you'll automatically get my trust. I'm not the only one in the family whom you've treated poorly. And until you make things right with them, I'll be keeping my distance. Um, so his mother, I assume. 
right that's all we know of right now yeah but yeah um I I love that he said that because you know he's he's taking a stand and you know telling him you can't walk all over me you can't walk all over whoever else you hurt Mm -hmm. and I love that I think that's wonderful that he's being assertive but it reminds me of how Sam you know was able to stand up to him with you know telling him about what he did with Indigenaire and you know returning the money and everything she did in the beginning even though it was hard for her mm-hmm. so I kind of see a little bit of a parallel with Marshall where you know this is the one time where he's not a people pleaser like he's able to stand up for himself or his family right yeah set those boundaries with people who you know his family that's like closest to him not maybe relationship wise but blood wise you know it's sometimes it's harder to set boundaries with those people Mm-hmm. Um, and I see that, yeah, you definitely draw a parallel with Sam there. And it's a theme that I think Mongi is trying to highlight throughout the story is it's very hard to do that, to set boundaries, but it's so important and it's so necessary. Mm-hmm. And like I've been noticing this whole episode, the contrast between, you know, uh, Sam's family versus this family, completely opposite in the way they are you know like the overprotective dad and the whatever and then this one's just like completely like the opposite mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's quite it's quite apparent they're completely different but in yeah. a way they have the same uh, strengths which is cool I yeah know. it's interesting to see how they use them and how it affects their children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely um, okay. um i love the framing of this is it um is it the dad and the bouncer's leg or is it like, yeah nice? I think so yeah one of each yeah so it's like a very intimidating stand you know yeah, where they're like, like from stand right they're standing there like pillars you know very like you said blocking the car you know not, not letting them leave and that you know that but then Marshall's like standing up against that yeah um and one other thing I forgot to mention about Eva that I noticed and I was reading about um was that she has a sort of like a fawning response for her dad um like fawning over him and like trying to get Marshall to forgive him and um I was reading some comments from some people and they were saying how that could be a trauma response from Eva Mm. as well um which I think is um a very humanizing thing which is such a a stellar thing that Mangi is able to do um and I just, you know, it seems to be like, oh, like he, he's been doing so much better. Like, please, like, I want to see you two get along, like that kind of stuff. And I could definitely see how that could be a trauma response from her, from the, you know, the couple clips that we've seen from her when she was younger right. and how defiant she was. Well, I mean, yeah, she wanted to please him all the way mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. She was a very much like, um, yeah, absolutely. And just seeing her now, it, it it breaks your heart a little bit, I think. It, it, Eva is such a great character. Um, and in this one panel that we were talking about before, and she, the way she's still, Marshall's still covering her, and then we have in between the two legs, it's, um, and his fists are clenched, and it's, it's just great. It, it's a very um, telling, you wouldn't even need dialogue there to know what's going on. Right. And Eva is also like touching Marshall to try to kind of get him to calm down yeah right yeah there's like affection there mm-hmm. um and then we finally see marshall's face um and the next he says the doc revealed i recovered enough to go back to my normal activity but he also said my condition might run in the family so you should get checked out <laughs> that looks nervous like yeah <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> yeah um and then we have anyway even i have plans and he steps by him 
thanks for stopping by, I guess. <laughs> and she looks a little bit nervous and he looks like he just needs to get out of there. Mm -hmm. He feels looking back at him, you know, kind of like looking for a clue, sorry, a cue from him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, so he doesn't turn around, right? I didn't think he feels like he kind of understands he's been rejected. So he, you know, stays in that, that position without turning to look at him and says, that's good to hear, son, about your health. I'm glad you're out of the woods. Okay. That was, that was a nice, normal statement. Yeah. <laughs> Not looking at him, though. That's a little <laughs> bit strange, but all right. I think he recognizes that the ball's out of his court now, and he lost control. Mm -hmm. so yeah. He's a control. He always wanted to control his kids. So it's, it's too hard for him not to have that control. Yeah. So Eva has this brilliant idea, which I don't know how she thought this was going to be accepted. She's like, Benji, let's ask dad to dinner with us. <laughs> no, there's a little bit of poor reading of social cues there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like hard pass, Eva. Why Definitely. Not? <laughs> Why not? He's trying to make amends. He can't be serious. He said he was sorry, Benji. I can't believe you're just pushing him away like this when he's trying to do the right thing. So she is really, really advocating for their dad. She really is. Yep. Oh, well, okay. I'm, we'll discuss it at the end because I'm really curious why, why she's doing this. But now, and you know, he has a very, very stricken face, Marshall. He's like, and I can't believe you seem to have forgotten how our mother fled to Japan with our baby sister just to get away from him. You always believe his lies, Eva, always. Wait a second, baby sister? What yeah. did I just say? Wait, what? Yeah, I know. Surprise. And then they're I not this. together. It's so weird. I don't know. Yeah, when I read this, I double took. I was like, wait a second, baby sister. And have we heard of this? Like, that's what I went through. Like, have, have do we know about this? But no. Yeah. And like, I was slipping back and I was like, I don't think we know about this. Yeah, do you, do you think the baby sister will show up in the comic? I think so. Eventually. I think I mm, yes I think so mm -hmm. I hope so <laughs> me too it'd be cool to see <laughs> yeah and see like his mom now and that dynamic yeah and why and Eva is against that side of the family and why you know mm -hmm. absolutely yeah I love what Marshall said where you know he said you always believe his lies because when he, you know, when he first like was like, oh, I forgive you. I was a little like, worried for Marshall. I was like, I didn't want Marshall to be um, deceived by his dad. Um, but now I'm, I, I see that he wasn't. And, you know, he was just kind of saying that to get away. And that he really, really still maintains his opinion of, of his dad as a nasty, abusive, lying person. I, I just think it's so important for a person to recognize, you know, the unhealthy traits of the people closest to um, because yeah, it's so common for it's very hard to do that with your mom and dad, especially if they're if they're gaslighting, if they're manipulative. It's very hard to set that boundary sometimes. And then they're, and then they're like, oh, but I'm your mom, I'm your dad. How could you do this to me? And you know, just because they are that doesn't mean they have a right to uh, maintain a connection with you and abuse you. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it's I think that's one of the hardest things to realize, especially when it's someone that close to you. That it's not normal and it's not something you have to normalize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so good for Marshall. Yeah, and Eva says that's not true. She went to Japan to take care of Grandma. <laughs> You're in complete denial, Eva. 
You know that as well as I do, that whenever dad is trying to do the right thing, it's because he wants something in return. And I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. Mm -hmm. Thank you. He is calling him out. Yes. And I couldn't help but think when um, he was talking to Evo and he's like, that's not true. She went to Japan to take care of grandma. It's like when a little kid doesn't want to believe that like their family dog, like didn't actually go to a farm somewhere. <laughs> like you just want to believe it so bad, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. I just, Eva just seemed to like age back to a little kid in this moment to me. Like he always, she always wants to think of like the best of her dad, but mm -hmm. Marshall sees right through him. Right. I guess that that can be another response where you don't want to think of your dad as being a bad person who doesn't have your best interest in mind. So you just shove away all the bad stuff and pretend that he's a good person. Right. Yeah. yeah it's interesting, the differing responses. <sighs> and Marshall continues, I'm supposed to lower my stress right now and hanging out with dad will only make it worse. And Eva glances at her dad meanwhile, very anxious. And he continues, I can only imagine what's on his mind right now to show up today. So you see the dad and the heavy set looking at him, and then you see the dad, shh, finger sells lips, little kind of, and one eye is obscure, but it's like he's blinking, winking, and you know that, keep a secret, and Eva jumps, looks very kind of guilty in my opinion, frowns, and gets in the car. So, like oh that gosh. about? That's kind of like hint, hint something's up. You know, what up? Yeah. Yeah, I think Eva knows why he showed up that day or what his ulterior motives were. But like I said, I think she she definitely mentioned it to him. So mm -hmm. yeah. And then yes. also that she brought a car that's like a company car at first, mm -hmm. last episode. That kind of was like the the telling thing also to me. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't know, just seemed weird. Like, why not take my car? You know, like kind of thing. I don't know. Right. And that <laughs> look down. Oh, sorry, Mindy, go ahead. Yeah, I'm saying, does she always use her dad's company cars? Like, does she not have her own cars? Yeah, it's cars, weird. Sorry. <laughs> right, is he bribing her with nice cars? Mm, yeah, I mean, and he literally, she works at his office, which, whatever. I have a big believer in not working with, in your family business. <laughs> but, you know, we have that in my family, and, like, it always ends up bad, in my opinion. Because then, yeah, she's reliant on the dad for everything. I mean, he literally pays her salary. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and if something goes wrong, it all goes wrong. So, yeah. Yeah. And that look that she has right before she gets into that car, the frown panel, it's just her, it, she looks guilty. Mm. She looks like she knows that she might have told him too much or the dad, like she might have told him too much or she's yeah, definitely guilty. I'm worried. <laughs> the panel has of three has adjudicated guilty. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. yeah. So do you think what do you think it is? Do you think it's like that look exchange between them? Is it just that the dad is acknowledging, okay, you know, you're the one who brought me here, or is it more than that? Is it like does he have some other reason that he's there, like some bigger plan? I just I think this is like this is like the the proof of manipulation essentially this last part i find like okay she's 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 sorry she did it almost like she i don't know uh, this this whole part is just weird so i mean it could be there could be a bigger plan 
it's true. And like, maybe that's why this whole scene happens. And I guess we'll find out later, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's not too bad, whatever it is, if there is a bigger plan. I think there definitely is a bigger plan. Like you're saying, Jocelyn, I, I don't think that he would show up there just to make sure that Ben was, or Marshall was okay. I don't think that that's the kind of father that he is. I think there was an ulterior motive and maybe he was trying to get to before he pushed through him and went to the car. Um, I just think that there's no way he would have just shown up and wished him well or that he was happy and just wanted to apologize. I think whether that was all he was planning to do at this particular meet, um, I think he has things further down the line that this is building on that he has and he's like three steps ahead his dad he just seems like that kind of person to me um very manipulative like we were saying and um he's starting something i don't trust him at all yeah conniving a little conniving (laughs) he is (laughs) that's a good one um yes okay uh so we're at the apartment now and they're in the stairs and says, uh, I win. I got the second floor first. <laughs> what are you, 12? It wasn't a race. That's what losers say. <laughs> He's such so a kid. Cute. I mean, <laughs> look at his smile. He is beaming. He's like, yes, I did it. He's funny. I have to say, like, I feel like, I don't know how long the drive took between, you know, the hospital and the apartment. And I don't know if they discussed it in between, but it looks like Marshall was able to compartmentalize, you know, and he just like switched it off. Okay. I'm not going to think about dad now. And that disturbing encounter. I'm going to be like goofy Marshall again. I don't know if he'll come back to it in his mind. I will get to see him process it, but I really would love to see him process it. But he's, he has that ability to like switch it off. Right. We know about that switch thing that he has. So, and, you know, I understand that avoidant behavior. Like, I'm not like that. Like, if I, if I feel bad, I feel bad. And I, like, I sink myself into it. And I feel bad. And I ruminate about it. And then, oh, you know, eventually it goes away. I'm like and, Marshall, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like angry. Was, yeah. I'm angry. And then, you know, five minutes later, completely different. Like, I'll be super upset even. And then it'll sh- switch off and I'm happy again. Like, I just oh. have to blow up. And then I move on. Like it's, it's really weird. And I know a lot of people who are like, like you, Mindy, who, you know, kind of sulk or whatever, but <laughs> I don't do that. I don't know. It's never been me. I'm always like this. So I really, wow. Yeah. I yeah. Really I, thought, I thought Marshall was like shoving his feelings aside to deal with them later, but yeah, maybe, maybe it's like what you do. I don't know. Maybe he really yeah, is. Just past it. But we do yeah. think of it later. It just like, I don't know. Like you said, a switch. Like we're yeah. going to the next stage or whatever. I can't even imagine doing that. Like I, if I'm angry, it's that's it. Like I need to rectify it. Otherwise, I'm just gonna be. Or I need to rationalize it, I guess. And with this situation where he just leaves, it's like something I couldn't do. I'd just be like kind of angry the rest of the day. So I agree, Mindy. But I hopefully I can take a little bit of advice from you, Jocelyn. Maybe I'll try to do that. <laughs> It's not worth it, right? No, I think I think it's better to to think about what what just happened or whatever. I think I think I'm I'm not right, <laughs> but you know, uh, I mean, everyone deals with with pressure differently, I guess, or, or pain yeah. or whatever differently. So yeah, I mean, you know, you know, maybe that's why we see Marshall in the next couple of panels saying he's like, I can't wait to you know, Bing Bing Bing, like do all this stuff. Maybe he wants mm-hmm. to move on, yeah, you know, like yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Then uh, Eva says, um, but it's good to see that you seem to have a lot your energy back. And Marshall's like beaming now. I totally have my energy back. And now that the doctor said I can start being active again, I can't wait to get back into the swing of things. I'm like, <laughs> I just see so funny and cute. Look at and him. This panel. <laughs> it's just like total goof. Oh and my gosh. <laughs> I think I'm going to start to go running later today. Uh, I got to find my running shoes. Don't overdo it, Benji. The doctor said to go slow. Yeah, I'll go slow but I'll still be faster than you to the third floor. <laughs> Last one up drives Bluebell for, for, to dinner. And she's like, what? <laughs> oh my God, adorable. He's dashing up there. It's so yeah, hilarious. Like, I'm not driving. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're back. I mean, seeing their dad, it like brings them back to being kids again almost. Yeah, that's oh, it. Know, it's exactly. so cute. I love this sibling relationship. Yeah, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to the top of the stairs and he's like, cha. I win. It wasn't a race, damn it. As he stomps on the ground. <laughs> and then he's like, hmm. And in the hall, you see. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They're they're just having their moment there. And uh, they notice Marshall. Uh, and they, you know, they turn and Charles is like, hmm. Yeah, he's like, why are you bothering us? So pissed. Sam just told him that we could unwind together, and then there's Marshall. All of a sudden, he's like, get out of here! Like, wrong time, wrong (laughs) wrong place, wrong time. I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously, they're they're intimate by the way they're touching each other. And he knows his sister's got a thing, so turns around and says, why don't? Uh, why don't we try wearing four inch heels and race up two stories why is she wearing four inch heels I don't know (laughs) the hospital (laughs) Uh, and you can set all the the rules all you want I'm not driving that damn car and you can see like Marshall's like oh god what what am I going to do and Charles knows that it's her coming up the stairs Takes him a while. First, he like cocks his ear to listen, and he's then he's like, like huh? <laughs> oh. his face. <laughs> so, what did you need for from your place, Benji? <laughs> Realization. Oh my God, it's her. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think they have a bro moment right now. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm surprised Charles didn't like swear and swear in Welsh or something. Yeah, in his head, you know. <laughs> I was expecting him to like try to dash into her apartment and like, like oh crap she hasn't even unlocked the door yet so I guess I guess that would be impossible <laughs> right so the interception here um ah oh, dang Eva I totally forgot I need to go to the office and pick up a package I'm such an airhead I have to go now or Mrs. Wimple my landlady might get uh, might be gone when we get back that's fine I'll just wait in your apartment no I mean my place is a real mess you don't want to see it which is funny because they were they were just about to go to his apartment yeah it's like okay you just all of a sudden don't want to go there she doesn't (laughs) even realize she's just like carrying on you know sorry this package is really important to me what is it it's a keychain charm for bluebell (sighs) of course it is (laughs) 
So do you think it really is a keychain charm waiting for you there? That's what I was wondering. Like what when this doesn't show up, what's gonna is she gonna like was she know like is she gonna notice or when it doesn't well maybe he really had one waiting there for him, which he didn't really, you know, didn't urgently need to pick up. Right. Well, or now maybe we are gonna get it. Right. Or maybe he made it up and yeah, and he was like, Oh, it's not here yet. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> Oh yeah, see package. No, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Right. And then uh, Charles says, "Phew, that was close. I'll have to owe Ben a big time. I'll have to owe Ben big time for that." Uh, what's the matter, Charles? What's going on with Marshall? Nothing you need to worry about, Samara. Let's head in. Are you hungry? Yeah, I'm starving actually. What a coincidence. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> and they leave into the apartment. Nice. So. Marshall is such a good guy. I love Marshall. What a wing man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm a bit that's why I should call the episode Wingman. Wingman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, pretty good. Yeah, we get a little thinking. taste. Yes. Yeah. We get a little taste of um two of our favorite, you know, characters. Well, you know, Sam uh Sam and Charles and then Marshall. Get a little bit of everyone yeah it's good mm-hmm. um and i i'm glad that she didn't go too much into his head yet i i'm like i know like that that'll come uh you know seeing with the parents and what the dynamic there but uh yeah um and then the sister i really want to know what's up for what's her story i like how do you get like that how does how does all that manipulation just get her to that point? I don't know. Like that she right. hasn't seen anything bad with him. It's impossible. So. Well, yeah, and the way she acts with um, Charles to Eva, it's a very interesting uh, piece of the puzzle as well. So I'd be interested to see the whole picture as well to see uh-huh. you know what makes Eva Eva. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I love the fact that you know when we first were introduced to Eva, I thought she was just going to be like. A bitchy character and no more than that but i love to see that there's is more to her than that happened to be i love like strong strong personalities so monica and eva are you know some people might find them obnoxious but and overpowering but i love that and i love that we get to see that you know they they also have they're fully dimensioned they're not just the strongest side and that you know to kind of get people to see the nicer parts of that them I, I think that's key and I, I think that's for every character we've seen there's just there's like flaws and you know you see their strengths their flaws and it, it all just works and I love it all it's great she's really good at really dissecting these people and making them seem real like you like you said um yeah they're just real <laughs> you know yeah every single character feels real like even the ones that we see like even like d that we see like every once in a while mm-hmm. um just characters that are just there for a second you know it's like they don't seem just like cookie cutter they have so many sides to them that we see um even in the brief moments so she's yeah she is great at that yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's good i mean it's part of like writing people like how how you write people but i'm just saying like this I don't know. It all just kind of works. You can see how friends can be friends, or brothers can and sisters can get along, and you know, it's it's good. 
Like yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm really looking forward to next week seeing, hopefully we jump right into Sam and Charles <laughs> into the apartment, yeah, but knowing her, we'll probably go back to Link and Angela or oh. something. <laughs> I'm okay with that too, but you know. True, yeah. We haven't seen them in a while, I feel like. Yeah, a lot of those secondary characters, so I'd be excited to just jump back into there. Or even Vicky and, um, who is she with? Uh, Abe. Yes. Um, seeing them, you know, where that conversation landed, or even um, was it Martine and Colin, like them too, Marshall's friends. Um, That's true. So, but I would love to see what's happening, help them unwind in the apartment as well. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you said like, oh, jump into the apartment, I was like, jump in bed? <laughs> where are we jumping? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think she's definitely going to try something. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I mean, a feeling like that's she's at this point now that she's like, I kind of just want to do this somehow. Something, yeah, you know, absolutely. To get, to get more confident and whatever. I mean, you, know? you already zip or try to zip up her dress. You could, you know, do it in the reverse. Yeah, I was just going to say, Mindy, that it's it, the zipper thing was just this morning, and she, I mean, she was texting Monica and being like, "It worked, it worked." So, I mean, I think she's gotten, and it's been such an emotional day for her. Um, you know, between that and between like the Indigeneer uh, reviews that she was reading and we got the three hearts, which was huge. Mm -hmm. um, we unlocked that and it's been quite the day for her. So I wonder, it'll either be like, she'll be ready for it or she'll get in and she'll pass out. Yeah, like, maybe, yeah, exactly. Like she'll, she'll go into her most fluffy, like, you know, comfortable clothes and just that's it She's yeah and it'll out. just be like bowser and uh charles, and charles having conversations <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah or she could fall asleep in his lap that's also that's acceptable Aww. as well yeah oh i would like that yeah you would like that i'm sure yeah i would love to see like tussled hair charles too i love when he has his hair not mm -hmm. gelled back i think he looks yes. so good mm-hmm well, I, I'm a sucker for long blonde hair, so yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, do you guys want to move on to the bonus episode, uh, episode bonus content? <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Thank you so much to my current patrons Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Meg, and Rose, Priya, Alexa, Misty, Laura, Joanne, Patty. Jen, Imelda, Esther, I'm watching your tours, Poppy, Seed, Marie, Jen, Emily, Jean, Jen, Aaron, D, Kate, Lily, Beckett, and Miranda. Your support is truly appreciated.